We're back, Lance. Co-host. We're we're back for another episode of the Timmy Gibson Show. I don't know if we've actually come up with a, like a little subtitle for our little deal. I mean, I know you're my my co-host, and that's a that's a big deal. That's a big honor. <laughs> that's a big honor. I'm going to probably get personalized <laughs> license tags that say co-host. You know, hey, Larry <laughs> King started out somehow. That's Joe right. Joe Rogan, like everybody starts at the bottom. It's right. And we're working our way to the top. That's right. <laughs> okay, so I want to read just a little thing from the Declaration of Independence because I think it goes with what we're talking about today. So we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal that they are endowed by the creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and, and the, the pursuit, pursuit of happiness. happiness. <laughs> you know how they, you know, there's those shows where they, tr- one guy starts and then it gets passes <laughs> off to the next guy. <laughs> um, yeah. So this, this particular topic I think is good because you and I have such an interest in truth. Yes. But what Joe Blow thinks is true, what Sally Smith thinks is true, what you think is true, what I think is true, what everybody else thinks is true, it might be different. You know, I mean, there are people that believe the truth is that if they blow themselves up along with other infidels, that they'll have 72 virgins to have fun with in heaven, right? I mean, if that's true, like, wow, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I mean, that truth for them is and endangers other innocent people you know so how do we define what is true and how is truth either useful not useful harmful or not harmful well let me ask you this why do you you personally you're a definitely a seeker of truth you're very curious uh you have a broad range of interests yeah what, when you, if you sat down and kind of thought through that, what's, you're not just interested in just acquiring knowledge. I mean, right. so what is, what is, what is it you're trying to find when you, when you're seeking truth, you think you personally? Yeah. yeah I mean, it goes back to, to that, that verse in the, the Bible in the good book. Um, truth will set you free, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when you know the truth, and you act on the truth that it can be freeing and that believing in lies can be bondage. Um, well, like just right now I'm learning about investing and Mm -hmm. trading. Mm -hmm. And so as I understand the truth behind economics and investing Mm -hmm. and stocks and trades and calls and options, and, you know, as I'm learning all this, these, these truths, you know, what we've said is true, right? These constructs, um, it's creating it, the fear that I've always had in regards to that stuff is dissipating and there's more faith now. And so it's like my faith in the U S economy or my faith in, in this thing that the, the wall street, you know, whatever that, whatever that is, S and P and the NASDAQ yeah. and like, yeah. I didn't know anything about it. Um, what you know very little uh so it scared me it mm-hmm. it it unsettled me it made me nervous it made that's why i never invested um 
outside of you know when you have a job and they say we have a 401k for you and it's like oh, right okay, great you know right. but i didn't know shit about it yeah just i had one yeah um so as i've acquired more knowledge or truth in regards to that stuff it's given me um more peace and yeah. More faith in the system, I guess. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it does. I, it, it, I think for me, it's, it's, it informs the way I live and it, it helps me interpret, right. The, the world that's happening around me. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I think for me, it, it, the thing that's most fascinating about it is how much of my world and the things that I care about and the things that you know, get me out of bed in the morning and get me jazzed throughout the day are things that aren't necessarily tangible. Yeah. They're just these, you know, they're these truths, right. That we, we call, I mean, and I think, I think even when we talk about the word truth, you know, it's like, if you were just sitting down at the bar to have a beer and, you know, and somebody's next to you, he's like, let's talk about truth. Yeah. Well, they're not going to be like, well, do you believe this glass is real in front of, you know, that, right. that we're not talking about those types. Like we're usually talking about things like, you know, law or, or Christian or God well, yeah, or is religion. There a heaven? Is there a is heaven? There a Things hell? that you can't feel or touch or that aren't tangible in front of you, you know? Yeah. And, and so, so much of our world is run on those things now. I mean, just like you were saying in the, the stock market, right? I mean, here you have an entire economy of money just getting passed back and forth on ideas. I mean, yeah. just, just social constructs that, that are happening in that world. I mean, whether or not something's valued more of this and, and it's how much you believe in it and I believe in it, how much I'm buying, how much I'm selling, and it all dictates the price. When in the end, it's not really, I mean, some of it is tied to earnings and all that, yeah. but it's but it's like all meta information that's- Well, like what's about, Bitcoin? Right. Well, I mean, exactly. what is it? Like literally, it's right. nothing tangible. Right, right. It's numbers on a fucking computer. Right. But if you say- I believe in it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And you believe and in I it. I believe in it. Yeah. And then you, all of a sudden, and you want it. And, and I'm like, I have it. And yeah. you're like, would you try? Well, yeah, then I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take your pizza and I'll give you one Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. So I guess to me, the thing that the reason that this, this conversation is important is because, you know, ideas have consequences. Yeah. Uh, and they also inform a, life of flourishing you know yeah. you if you can i know i mean i'd be i'd be so disappointed if there's some things that i held for example sorry my mind was racing there a little bit for example if you know grew up baptist so i was taught that you know no alcohol and and i think you know there's certain restrictions given to us by uh, all kinds of religions, not just Christianity, but other sure. ones as well, right? And I and I think, what if you get to the end and you you know deprived yourself of some of these things that are here and wonderful that many of us you know enjoy a beer. I'm not talking about abusing them or turning them into you know malice or something like that, but I'm saying going out and having a great meal, but because it's pork, you can't eat it or something. Again, I I love the idea that people are willing to. Um, to, you know, restrict themselves from certain things because of their, you know, allegiance or connections to God. That's, that to me is a, uh, alternative yield. I'm not, sure. I'm willing to give up the taste and the enjoyment of this meal for this delight that I have in my relationship with God. You know what right, I mean? Right. And if I have, but, but all those things are just passed down to us as, 
is things like con- you know myths or stories or yeah. constructs. I mean, it's I mean, it's, it's the Catholic priest celibate. Yes. Imagine he dies and gets to heaven if there is such a place. Yeah. And great God's po- like, yes. you should have been fucking. Yes. You missed out. Yes. I didn't say to be celibate. Yeah. And like, think if and think of the abuse that happens in the Catholic Church, right? And what if it, it's like, had I have been able to, uh, ex, you know, have an outlet or, I, you know what I mean? Maybe yes. there wouldn't. I mean, that's getting into something morbid in a little bit. But I mean, right, right. you know, you just think you look back on it, you think, had I have known different, I wouldn't have done this. I think for me, Lance, is I something, some trigger in me snapped at some point. And I no longer wanted to believe in something, especially if it most likely wasn't true. Oh, does that make sense? Like I just, I kept thinking to myself, I'm believing a lie to your point. I was raised in a no smoking, no drinking, no cussing Mm -hmm. home. We didn't. Okay. This is, this is a funny story. I don't know if I've ever told you about the, farting story did I tell you about no. this? so i was raised that the word fart was as bad as the word fuck okay <laughs> or shit or asshole bitch all that like fart was a it was a four letter f word oh, okay okay so my parents came up with another word and it, they called it pert so when you farted you said i perted oh my goodness this was like so like so profound in my family that when I was out in the world with my friends and I farted, yeah, yeah. I'd go, man, I purted. And they go, what? Like, I mean, it was like, so yeah. Do you understand? Like I was oh, so yeah. raised to believe yeah. that this was your DNA. Yeah. Part this of your my fabric. DNA. So yeah. then the, sh- the shampoo came out. Oh, Perch right. Oh, so it was a big joke with my family. It was a, it was a bit, it was funny, you know, a bottle full of farts. <laughs> right. What it was. No, right. But that's that's such a minor thing. But it was yeah. Like, I look back on that and I'm like, how fucking weird was that? Yeah. That yeah. if there is a god, that he would give a fuck right. about the words that come out of our mouth, right. especially in the sense of just an arbitrary word. You hit your thumb and you say fuck. If there is a god, he doesn't give a shit about that. Right. Now, if I look at you and say you're a fucking asshole. Now that's different. Very, I view that different. That's yeah. an attack on. Well, you, you never call your your co-host an asshole. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, yeah. like, yeah, because I would never do. I don't right. behave that way. But yeah. just to say, you know, because I cuss quite a bit, but I never cuss at anyone. I just cuss. You know. Well, and when you think about, uh, it's it's such a our own language thing of it's like a locale, but I mean locale in the sense of a larger Western thing. Right. Right. But even, but I know Western, I mean, you go to the UK, right. And they're like that bloody bastard. Well, you know, if you would have been like that fucking bastard, well, mom and dad may not have been so upset about bloody and you're basically saying the same, same thing, thing. Right. Yeah. But you know, that was me. One of the early, you know, as you were talking, it made me think I early on for me when I, I heard certain people that were following Christ and I, looked up to them and they would say damn or shit or whatever the case may be. And I was like, well, that's different. I mean, it's like a pastor who, you know, you, for you and me, right. That, yeah. that had a beer, yeah. you'd be like, what's oh. going on here? Like, and it was just normal. And he's talking he's about God. He, all the other things are 90% of him is all that the, your pastor has, except he's drinking. Your pastor thinks it's, you know, so it, it's just those little things like that. Um, I think are, 
they're baffling to me how they get brought into our our fabric. But there was, I think for me, the thing that I early on was seeing people at custom. And I thought, was I started thinking about it, I'm like, what's the difference between me saying damn and darn? If I do something, I'm like, darn it. It's just a word. But, and I get it that, I mean, if, if you want to let that maybe, uh, uh, transcend or trans, uh, trans, I don't know what the right trans word is there, but you know, there is some level of in our society, those were socially acceptable. Those words have been, so I'm not going to allow my kids to talk like that because they shouldn't. And, and I'm not going to talk like that in certain environments either. Right. I mean, so there is some of, but even that is a social construct that's been pulled out that we all kind of saw, you know, there's no written rule and, you're, you're just like, not gonna. You're from? just not gonna do it because right. you probably are gonna look like an asshole, and they're gonna be like, "What are you, cheap? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, don't you know how to act in a in a nice place? You know, we don't use the f word here. Like, or who decided that? Who decided? Like, that? Who was the person that said, "Yeah, you can't say fuck. You can't say that." Right. Like, yeah, I don't know the history of that. I'm, maybe there's maybe that's on the internet, but it's like, where does that come from, and who decided? Right. Who decided that that fuck was was a bad word and and intercourse wasn't. You've got to go. I just thought of this. Netflix has a series on right now of, of bad cuss words. The oh, whole really? history of them. Oh, shit. Yes. It's out. Yeah. Michelle and I watched one or two Is the other the day. Explained that series on the. No, no, no. It's oh. called uh, Bad Words Something. Uh, really? Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Oh, yeah. You'll love it. It, it, You'll it, you'll be fascinated how much <laughs> science so there is behind the word fuck. Really? Yes. It's crazy. That's, of how it, the etymology of it and just how it's crazy. I, I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Tonight. Oh, you'll in their episodes. You, yeah. You'll be really <laughs> interested. Okay. So, so back to, so we were talking off screen or off, yeah. off the mics here yeah. before we got started to kind of collect our thoughts here. And, and you referenced the, that people had certain people had believed so much in Trump that they became diehard Trump followers, if you will, like signed up for the cult that they fucking went to the Capitol. Now, not all did the same. Like some I'm sure were there just like whatever, you know, just peaceful protesting. And then when people started storming in there, I bet some people were like, holy fuck, I'm out. Like, I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. This isn't what I was coming here for. Like, I'm just like, yay, MAGA. (laughs) Now this has gone to another level. Right. So, but then clearly there were some people who had drank the fucking Kool-Aid and lost their ever living fucking minds. And you know this because they were doing it engaged in criminal activity yet somehow had justified it to the point, which is why I've been saying this from the beginning and I've heard some really smart people's say this that makes me feel at least somewhat not like a moron completely but i've said from early on that that i feel like that each political party has become cultish you know they, oh, they've they've absolutely. they've become so cultish and, and what defines a cult are certain things one is they believe something that isn't true or they even when wrong they spin it to make it right. In other words, like, like that cognitive immunity I was saying today. Yes. Yeah. They'll do whatever it takes to protect the, yes, the, the ideologies of right. whatever. Yeah. They think our democracy is under attack and, yeah. you know, Biden is Hitler right. and, and Marxism. And, you know, that's, that. I don't think that's true. And I didn't vote dem- democratic. Right. Uh, you know, um, I've always said I'm down the middle and maybe lean a little bit to the right. Cause I'm a mm-hmm. business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, 
live in Johnson County or not now, but right. I mean, you know, grew up in a right. Christian home and all that. So now I, that you're down here, let's hopefully you, you, you go a little bit to the left. left now. <laughs> um, but I, I, you know I what? Like, attractive girl will always, you know, I was, oh, a, Repu- she could turn I was a Republican before I met Michelle. <laughs> a hot girl could turn me. <laughs> they can get us to church and get us to God when we're 14, 15. That's right. They can get us to change parties when That's we're 40. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. And so I've always prided myself on being a very rational, down the middle of the road, yeah. very balanced. And if, I just don't jump in and say anything a Republican says I'm 100% on in fa- like, no, fuck you. And same right. with on the left side. I wouldn't follow the Democrat right. party yeah. and be You're 100%. more of a centrist. I am. I'm like, yeah. what is right? What makes sense yeah. to me? What, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so if you ask me on every issue, I would bounce left on one issue. I'd bounce right on the next issue. I'd bounce left. You know what I mean? Like I really would, I guess, I don't know what you call that, but that's definitely more. And I'd be really interested I've found in those conversations that whenever I sit down with someone that's on the opposite side of me and they're able to articulate their position and say, this is exactly how I'm like, I don't know that I can argue with that. I mean, right. there may be something that it's like, it's, it's a sticking point where I can see it's this one part that, that they, we differ on, but I can certainly, when, when asked them more about that one piece and they can say, this is why I've got, I, I think like that. It's usually because they've had some experience in life that I haven't had, Yeah, you know, and, um, you know, they might've gone bankrupt. They may have been without a job for a long time. I mean, there's lots of reasons of why we get to the positions that we get to. Right. Yeah. And, but it's, it comes back to what you were saying though, when the conversation starts, like we're miles apart because. I've somehow built this construct of what they believe in my mind. That's not even, I just uh, saw on TikTok, which is, you know, where of course I get all my truth. Um, (laughs) And it was this Catholic priest. He was younger. And he said, a lot of people ask me why, where I stand on the issue of abortion. And he said, this is confirmation bias at his thing. He said just what I've always said. And that is whenever I looked at it, and again, I looked, it was very quick cursory, you know, I didn't dive into it much, but I went out. I think it was on the National Institute of Abortion or something website. The the national data. There's and he and he said this as well. He said you'll find that more abortions happen under Republican administrations than they do under the Democrats. But yet that that messaging is this complete opposite, yeah, right? Right. And they and that's the part that's just baffling to me. Yeah. And so um, anyway, and that is baffling to me. And no, that's funny you even bring that up because for me that that's. You know, I'm I'm pro-life, but I totally, Lance, totally understand the idea of it's a woman's right to choose. Where I struggle, like for example, I, I jokingly told someone the other day, they, they asked me if I was getting the vaccine and I said no. And they said, well, you know, it started to get whatever. And I said, no, well, well, well. I said, it's your right to choose to get it. It's my right to choose not to. It's my life. It's going into my body. I don't want to, and I'm not going to, no one's going to fucking make me do it. Like I'm not doing it. And they're like, Oh, you're an anti-vaxxer. I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with act. No, it's not an anti-vaxxer. I just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So anyway, the, the challenge I have with, with the abortion issue is, and where I like the sticking point, like I can come all the way up to the line and I just can't cross over is, what about the right of the baby? It's like, that's a human being. What about their fucking rights? So it's like, even though you're the mother and you're the one carrying, 
it wouldn't be any different. I mean, but the question you're a woman and we're in a relationship and uh, you're pregnant and I fucking punch you in the gut to kill that thing. (laughs) That sounds fucked up, doesn't it? Yes. What's the difference between you as the woman deciding to kill the baby and me deciding to kill the baby when it's like, it's my baby, right? Like, which I'm not, I'm not tracking. Well, I'm not following what you're doing. Does that make sense? In other words, if, so if you believe in pro choice, Mm -hmm. it's the woman's right to choose. Well, but who's it's 50, 50% her 50% me. I'm the one that fucked you to give you that baby. So that's just as much my baby as it is your baby. I mean, is it not technically kind of, I mean, I know the woman's carrying it. I mean, I get it, right? but it's like, that's what, that's the sticking issue. She has the right to, to terminate. Okay. To get soften that rather than say kill, let's say she has the, she (laughs) has the, she can terminate the pregnancy, which is a baby, which is a child. I don't care what anybody says it is. Well then I, as the father, I mean, do I have any rights? So can I terminate your pregnancy? Well, do you, do you, I mean, this, 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 I don't know. I just, pot, this has gone to an interesting <laughs> place. There's a couple of things, but if you, if you go get, um, escaping my mind, not, uh, not circumcised. What happens when you get snipped? Yeah. The circumcision. No, oh, no. Vasectomy. Vasectomy. Thank yeah. you. When you, when you, if you're married, you have, here's, here's the irony. You have to get your wife's permission. I had to sign a document that said, I did did you? now there's some irony, isn't it? Well, this that's is fucking, my, that's, this is my, dick. these are our balls. <laughs> so there's, that's right. She yeah. did have to sign. So that one's a little, that one from just the argument stake is that your perspective is very interesting to me. Yeah. So I guess I, I mean, I, I always say what I believe. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I do genuinely understand the pro-choice and especially most of the people, most of the women that I talk to that are Democrat, that are pro-choice. They say, well, well, I would never have an abortion. They all, right. Like, I, I've yet to meet anybody that says, no, I just want to fucking terminate all the pregnancies. I don't even use birth control. I just want to, like, right. I don't know, like, right. that, that, and that's how the Republicans like to spin it. You know, like, they're just killing babies. No, they're not. Exactly. You know, the, no, they're not. Which that plays on our emotions and gets us ramped up, and that works. Right. Yeah, that's. Anyway, that, I mean, I, that's, a, that's a, what people believe, I guess. Then it gets into what do you believe is in there, you know, and do they have rights and is the one that's carrying that have more rights than the actual life within? I mean, I don't know. So connect the two now. So I understand where you're going here. You started it by saying, and I think what, where we were going was we were saying off, off, off mic was when, you know, you and I could have both been sitting at the Capitol that day and watching all this unfold in front of us, which was truth. I see a guy in a blue shirt carrying a Trump flag or, I yeah. see a policeman over there picking up a piece of trash. That's yeah. all visible right in front right. of us. But the way you and I interpret it yes. could be completely different. I could see it as completely wrong. And why are they doing this? And they have just as much conviction that what they're doing, sieging so the cap, is the right thing to do. Yeah. And that's all generated and fueled by these collective uh, stories, constructs that we have that we've that we've grown to build up over time. This is, uh, this probably, this might've been an interesting um, podcast to have, but 
uh, or topic, you you brought up the fact about the vaccine or whatever, and I'm not yeah. sure how this actually connects or what. But you you said you know it's my ride, and I you yeah that's for you, and you respect that and everything. I read this article I thought was really interesting. The same thing with the mask, right? Yeah. There's a lot of people believe I'm a big, I, I I know you're not as much believer in the mask and I I'm a big believer that we ought to wear masks. I don't think it's the ironclad, you know, it's going to stop it all. I think it's just sure. one of the things that, that we can use to make what social distancing, wash your hands, wear a mask. It's just, you know, yeah. but, but there's some, I, I look at some things and I'm like, this is just stupid. You know, why are like, I watched, you know, NCAA basketball and they're all over there on the sidelines, eight feet apart, you know, and I'm like, but then they get on the court and they're all together and they <laughs> practice all the time. And you know, they're only doing that probably for optics because of TV, they are. you know, and the football players, they go, they all get their mask on immediately, but some of them, ha- it's just, I'm like, why are you, why they're tested every day, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, um, uh, but it comes back to what you were saying earlier and this ties back into this overall thing we're talking about, one of the social constructs or, or stories that we've bought into, whether it's nationalism, consumerism, is individualism. Yeah, It's my right and it's my body. So therefore, I can, I can get, it's, it's, it's the woman's body. Right. So therefore, I, I get to decide what, and, and Timmy, since it's your mouth and your body, you get to decide where you want to wear a mask. But let me challenge the whole notion by saying, when does our beliefs in those things uh, become a problem? Because is it if if you know that everybody else is out there, even if the fact that it doesn't work and you know it doesn't work because you're a scientist and you've got to you know you right. prove it, but but someone else does, would you be willing to wear the mask just to make others feel comfortable, as opposed to I'm going to make this stand on an absolute truth that this is bullshit and we're just being duped and manipulated by the government, right. as opposed to just being a uh, civilized person and i'm willing to give up some of my rights that i don't even necessarily believe in to make you feel comfortable right that's the that's where it gets real and weird that's where i'm at like yeah. yeah because i think the mask is a joke right i do i think it's fucking bullshit but i wear it i'm gonna start wearing my mask over here inside the- <laughs> <laughs> i'll make fun of you <laughs> i'll judge you so so yeah i think the mask i really do and you know that i don't i don't think it works mm-hmm. i think it's a whatever but i wear it when I'm supposed to, uh-huh. without complaint, I don't bench and moan. I'm not a Karen or a Chad or whatever. You right. know, I'm not going to be one of those people. Um, but I don't wear it when I'm, you know, outside at a park, and I see so many people do, which I'm like, what do you think? You're do you think right. Corona is floating around in the atmosphere out right. here? Like, I don't understand that. Like yeah. that, I really struggle to understand yeah. that. And, you know, someone driving alone with a mask. I on, agree. Like, yeah. What the hell? Um, but no, I'm, I, I, because I would like to think I'm a good human citizen, and I'm respectful and, you know, and do mm-hmm. certain things. Some things I do. Yeah. Just because I want to be a good member of society and, right. you know, and whatever. I don't want to be a dick. Right. Um, but had we have grown, but that's, this is the part I think is interesting how much it, we think that we're so individuals and we, you know, this is our life, but at the end of the day, we're just flavors of individualism, which is a Western construct that, you know, that, that we, you have the right to everything that's yours and you know what, and, and I don't have to, you know, care about what's mine. And, and now we've got all these laws out there and litigation. If we do, we'll take it to court and we'll have, you know, let them settle. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But they're free within these boundaries. Right. But had we have grown up in a different society, uh, maybe Asian or uh, Eastern Indian or something, again, I don't know a lot about these cultures, but sure. they seem to be much more communal. And 
they're willing to set aside their individual rights for the, and for the and collective. they and they've been right. That's that was one of the things that Harari brought up in his book. Right, was that hum, the human being or is different than any other animal out there? And this is I don't I've not looked into this, but like a cult, when it comes out almost immediately, it's able to like run and be on its own. A lot of animals, when they're born, they're able to just immediately live. Right. They don't, but a, but a human's different. It no, requires, right. it comes out early and it has to have all this feeding and nurturing and care. And in that is the nurturing of these constructs that we grow up with that no, you need to give back to Johnny, right? Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so this brings back. This is the original I knew I was just keep talking, and then yes. you take it from here. So this is the thing that we were talking about that we're now finally getting to, and we'll definitely be able to really talk about in the second half. Is we talked about with each other. I said, can you imagine if if a baby was born and just yeah. set on an island, right? All by itself. This was the topic. This was the topic. What would that baby end up? growing up believing or knowing and the the i would be very suspect that that baby wouldn't grow up and just all and create yeah this story of the bible create jesus create out of nothing but they'd probably have something like that they would think there's who created this that's is there some life outside of this little island that i'm on Exactly. Yeah. Because that's what we talked about. Because yeah. there there are certain things in all religions that there's like this common thread that runs through every religion, every spiritual practice that I think is the truth. And then humans, you know, Hindus have their specific right. truth. Every you know, the Christians came up with their specific truth or whatever. And but yeah, that, that's an interesting, and we'll, when we come back after this little short break, um, we'll kind of talk about that idea. Like what, what would that baby end up coming to believe if there were no influences of society? Don't, don't go parents? away, folks. Come right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're back, uh, Lance, to, to spend the second half of this conversation and just in case you're wondering, those that are listening, you know, we kind of been all over the place, but I think the, the one takeaway, which I want to throw out here and then we'll go all over the place again. The, the takeaway is what we believe matters. And I would hope that at least in my own mind, I'm, I want my beliefs to be, um, transcendent that, yeah transcendent but also better my life in other oh, words right yeah. i want my beliefs to add value to my life you know i, I don't want to i just don't want to believe a lie you know i don't want to believe in something that's not true you know that's how and why i i no longer subscribe myself as an evangelical christian because i do not believe that jesus is the only way to heaven i'm uncertain if i even believe in heaven in any way but it's just like a, the, that that's such a tenet of the faith that's like that's like to be an evangelical christian there are certain things you have to believe to be true mm -hmm. and when one by one i started going uh i don't think that's true that all buddhists and hindus and jews go to hell and burn for eternity because they don't believe in jesus the way i do that, that i just literally my brain went no that's i don't believe that anymore i don't believe if that is i 
if that is true, I still don't believe it. <laughs> you know, I just think it's so ridiculous. It's interesting. Some truths uh, are self-restrict. What's the word I'm looking for? Meaning that when you were talking, I think a lot of people that are Christians that believe that they don't even know what other religions believe. Right. But but as you were saying that, I thought, but they're they're they don't the way that Scripture's set up. It's like when you feel like you found the absolute truth, you don't need to go looking to confirm it. Right. Because you've, it's like, well, I know I am on the truth. So why do I need to go find out what, you know, the Buddhists or the Hindus believe? Because I know it's not true or the absolute truth, because I, which is kind of not real. I mean, we verify everything in our world today. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially in the world today where we have the internet and all that. But yet it's, when it comes to Christianity, these things that you were just talking about, we we don't seem we we've been okay just living. And part of it is probably because the society around us can just can continues to confirm that that yeah, that's true. You talk to your parents, no, that's true. Yeah, and I can show you right here in scripture. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have friends who can confirm that for you. So, but yet, no, none of us we believe that this is the absolute truth, but none of us have gone out and actually countered it to something else that was counter to it right and said okay well why don't i believe in that right i mean you believe that jesus rose from the dead how's that any different than believing in the code of hammurabi or some of these other sure, you know sure. codes that have been passed down through scriptures i would think anything that would be a, a, a absolute truth if you will would be it would emerge for all people in all places and all times in other words i don't care where you are in the world if you jump off a building uh, gravity will pull you down. Like right. there, there's no place on earth. There's no human. There's nobody that can defy that, you know, without right. some kind of mechanism, obviously right. to fly. But I mean, right. like it's a, it's a, it's a truth. It's right. undeniable. It's right. indispute, undisputable. You can't right. dispute it. It's, it's a fact. And so to me, when I think of back to that baby scenario, you know, put a baby on an Island and what truths would emerge? Well, you mentioned it when we were chit chatting, you know, you, you have to eat. Yep. You have to have food. Yep. Survival. Uh, survival. Yeah. You yep. got to have water, you know, yeah. certain things. You Make have. a shelter. Right. There, there are certain things that would be absolutely true that if right. I dropped a person anywhere in the world and, and then dropped another person. Right. Totally in another landmass, you right. know, millions of miles apart, there would be certain things that would both of them would come to understand. Right. Got to eat. Got to drink. Got to Right. Right. But religiously, I what would they come up with? I don't know. I, I that would that's an. I think they would. I think they would think there was a creator. Yeah. I think they. Like would, someone made all this shit. Yeah. Would they Where'd know? Where this come from? Would they know that they? Would they know that they've sinned? That's a. That's interesting. See, because, that's yeah. You know, because there's nobody else. There's really no one else there. Like if you. You felt like you did something wrong, you know. I went, like you took I went someone's food. Yeah, I stole their apple. Then I'd be like, maybe my conscience would make me like, more. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't do. Yeah, that. like I'm not feeling right about that, or what? What's making me? Is there something outside of myself that makes me feel like that because I was hungry and I needed it, and he had extra right. survival. You, survival. Like, uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess another one for me would be interesting is that if you uh, imagined you on this medium size island and and you realize there was another individual on the other side that you could walk to and you guys you know ended up pa crossing paths and would there be this collective effort where it's like oh i've got a partner now or would it be like you need to stay off my 
property. You know, like yeah. what would be the what would be the default? Depends on if she was hot or not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're supposed to procreate, <laughs> right? Uh, and I would imagine, I would imagine that, it, yeah, this is this is such a fun conversation because it's you, you drop two humans, right? Right. Empty, two empty humans, a male and a female. I bet pretty quick the male's going to be looking at the female species and thinking, I don't know why, but I really want to be on that. You know, you know what's so funny though? Have you ever watched that show Naked and Afraid on Discovery Channel? No. Timmy, man. Either, I know, I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. These two people, they get dropped on a remote place like this naked. Really? Yeah. They have to, in the truck, they strip down and, and, and you see them walk off and, and it's a male and a female and they both kind of come from different directions and they walk up and it's awkward because you don't like the guy, but here's what's so, this is where, again, so you're curious. laying your, <laughs> you're laying your understanding of life where it onto them, right? Yeah. They get to this place, maybe in the first five minutes is like that. And then it, it's not like you, you're not, he's not like checking out her ass or anything like that. It's all about, we got to get to work and get survival. I'd be, Do they clothe themselves. They say naked. The whole sometimes time. they can either. Sometimes the woman will, but it, yeah, because I'd be like, can you put some something on? Because this is distracting. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. I just want to touch those. But not, but not <laughs> when you're freaking starving and you have been for five, seven days and you don't have water and it's been raining on you. I mean, I'm literally watch some of them sometimes, and I think I'd be surprised if they even wanted to have sex. Is life so yeah. bad? And but I can you imagine would, that. Yeah. I can imagine that even with a with a high sex drive. I mean, I, you know, I talk like I want to have sex all the time, every minute. Right. That's actually not true. You know, there have been times I've been with a female and we're hanging out right. and, and I'm right. not thinking about that at all. Right. You know, it, that's not even on my mind. Uh, but if you're naked, that might be a little different story for initially. But that's fascinating. I, it's an know, interesting experiment. I, it, it is. And I wonder what, what would, you know, what, what truths would rise to the top? And I think, you know, back to our, our point in discovering what what Lance, you know, believes outside of, you know, like your ego, outside of your your persuasions, outside of, you know, your biases and outside of all the influences that have influenced Lance. If there were no influences like that, what would Lance believe? What, you know, I mean, like, and life what, would what? be much simpler, right? Yeah. I mean, let's take, for example, your two individuals on an island, right? Let's just say, and in, in, in trying to lay our construct and, and reality onto them, right? You know, we turn on a TV, we see marketing, we, we have, you know, nationalism, we have consumerism, we have individualism, all this. Like, these are all things in that, that have sayings that go along with them that you and I buy into. Now, we, we think about retirement. And so now let's go back to our individuals on the island with nothing, right? Yeah. Like what would those, how would they, well, they, they wouldn't believe in any of those things, right? right. They would just they go have to, a closet full of clothes. No, they would just be like, how do I find something to get, protect myself from the sun or the, the elements? How do we get food? Blah, blah, blah. Right. But let's say that after they kind of get going after a while, those things are going to start to take shape because, and you brought this point up. Uh, I think we were talking about maybe what the topic might be. And that is, uh, in a different context, you said in today, we don't need as many 
of religion, you know, to help us kind of, for, you know, for, uh, form a group and know how to act and help each other because we now have these legal structures in place and all those types of things, right? And so way back when, when two tribes came together, you know, I may not steal your apple because we believe in this higher being and and therefore you and I can, you know, deal and, and barter together and, and do yeah. business. Well, you know, so now let's take our two guys on an island, you know, now they've got two other individuals they don't trust. I do think that those those concepts of individualism, you know, consumerism, all these things, they've they've formed because our world has gotten so complex with so many ideas floating around that it's 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 nearly impossible to live in a world today and not believe in them. Yeah. I mean, you and I being the spiritual beings that we are and, and men, we we'd love to strip all that away. Yeah. But can we? Yeah. Our world is set up on the idea that you be, you have to believe in retirement. Yeah. In some form, you're not going to be able to work. The workforce today will leave you behind. You're not going to be physically capable. So then what do you want to do? You want to go have the government take care of you? Well, now you believe in another form of ism, you know, that, that you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, it's almost impossible in this world today to live without believing in some of these things. Now, you know, you and I were joking off, off mics. I feel like I'm just hogging the mic. The no, it's time good. Tonight. No, it's uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, the, some of these, some of these isms, be, they get translated down into us in memes or uh, little bumper stickers, you know, and it's like, yeah. oh, you're feeling, well, let, you know, what's the greatest form of therapy shopping, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> we, and we think it's all cute and everything. And it's like, over time that becomes, you, you start to build this mentality of consumerism that when you are feeling like I, during COVID, I've done it many times. I'm like, I'm bored. So what do I do? Start up a new project around the house that costs me a lot of money. Yeah. I go buy new clothes at Lulu or something, you know. Yeah. Or I haven't. We even say this to ourselves, right, William? You know, I haven't really bought myself anything in a while. I'm, I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna go shopping. You know. I mean, it just it starts to take over into your DNA and becomes a part of who you are, and you don't even know. Back to what we we're saying with Eckhart Tolle. You, you know, if you take away all those things and all those things died, and and at what you end up is really who you are. We don't even know who we are anymore because so many of those social constructs and implications of reality have been placed on top of us that we are we're buried. We're buried under them. That's a fascinating thought, Lance. It's one of the things that in my healing journey is to strip away all that. Right? Yeah, so yeah. I've become a minimalist for the most part. Yep. Um, you no longer wear underwear. Right. I don't wear underwear right. and I, I don't <laughs> shave my balls anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, as much as I am a minimalist and I, you know, I could get everything I own in one small little box truck, you know, um, you know, but that I also have, you know, probably 15 pairs of shoes. Like, right. why the right. fuck do I have that many shoes? Yeah. Like, what is the point? Yeah. Now, of course I can justify it. You oh, know? Sure. Well, I need one for hiking and then I have to wear, have for my suits for the weddings. And then right. I gotta, you know, right. I can fucking make up shit. Right. And, make and all those industries have taught us, right. That you need all of our gear. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you can't like, go hiking in Reebok. You need hiking shoes <laughs> and we believe it. So you're like, yeah, we you're did. right. The gear, gear makes the experience better. So yeah. therefore, it's like <laughs> that is so true it's like it's like well if you're gonna mountain bike you gotta have a mountain bike and you gotta have a really good oh, mountain bike oh, and you gotta you were if, oh, oh my, my i married a, a biker oh did she's oh, a biker oh my shell's a biker oh you have no idea we have so many bikes now it's no oh i had no idea i thought like a five hundred dollar like she a street street and mountain. mountain oh both yeah both. you gotta have both separate bikes oh oh yes yeah, and they're not cheap. Oh no, I thought like five, six hundred was a really nice high end bike. No, no, 
2000 is a low end bike. Like you can go up to five, six, more than that. But I'm oh, saying yeah. even that's even, you know, like within, you know, reasonable buying capacity. Yeah, I'm like middle of the road to get a four or five thousand dollars. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's in, you know, you know, she's got to have the shoes. <laughs> you got to have the pants because the seat hurts. You got to <laughs> have the padded pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I thought I was cool because I had a two hundred dollar mountain bike, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I don't wear the pants, and I wear sandals when I ride. Right, right, flip flops. Right, I'm a what's right. a, what am I? I'm like a poser. A real per, a real biker looks at me like, what the fuck's that guy right. doing? And and here? you're worried the whole time that you're getting tan lines because yes. your sandals, because you know later you're gonna be wearing flip flops and it's gonna look. And you're like, people are gonna be judging me for tan. I mean, the things that we lay upon oh, ourselves that stress. Oh, oh, where did we? I, I don't know how we got. This on. is so good though because what we believe matters. I think it's important to believe the right things and hold loosely mm. the things that aren't necessarily yeah factually true true so which not because this is the journey that everybody needs to be on but my journey i had certain beliefs and i believed them to my core mm -hmm. somewhere along the way i released i opened up my hands and became open and said okay maybe these aren't absolute truths but I had this discussion with someone the other day. They said, well, it's a fact. I said, no, 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 no. So I said, listen, I said, I, I'm not wanting to argue with you about what you believe or what you're putting your faith in. That's your choice. But when you start saying something's a fact, that's where I take issue. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, we have faith and have really a similar belief. You know, you believe in God. I believe in God. You believe, whatever. But when you start saying, no, heaven, it's a fact. Okay, facts are something that's provable. Go, prove heaven to me. Prove hell to me. Right. You can't fucking do it. Right. Nobody can. Right. So why am I going to hold so adamantly to something to the point of it's going to cause issues between you and me because I believe something to be true that you don't and now we are opposing each other, right? Going, this is true with politics, mm -hmm. right? Like, because that belief keeps that person's world intact. Right. And if, right, if that's not true. See, for me, I didn't have a problem if, if Jesus was a real person but wasn't God and wasn't born of a virgin. Right. If all that was just fanciful and he was just a guy that had... Yeah. It was just wise and spiritual. Yeah, the whole thing didn't fall apart. No, it doesn't all fall apart for me. In other words, like that's, that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, Where others, you're right. It's oh, like, like they, they can't even, Lance, they can't even, they can't even have a discussion on what if that was possible. Like they, they can't even, no, he was born of a virgin. Well, but what if he wasn't? He was. Right. Like, well, what if he wasn't? He was. Right. <laughs> He was and he is to come. <laughs> God is good all the time. Praise the Lord. Woo! Like, Which that's even funny. We're joking around. But you, with these cultures that we live in, right, they even have all these little sayings like that like, that, yes. that allows us to make us. You, you can tell you and I have been raised in the church because we have all these little sayings that like we were just you know yeah. what i mean that shows the saints lance exact exactly christians that drink sipping <laughs> saints you know they're gonna i'll either see you here there or in the air <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't cause one of these little ones to stumble. Just because you're free to do it doesn't mean it's appropriate to do it. I mean, yeah, it's like all these little quip, quip little fucking things that we used to say, right. you know. For me, I just finally was okay with, okay, what if it isn't true? Mm-hmm. What what if Jesus was just a spiritual leader and he wasn't actually God? That You know what I mean? Like, again, I can hear people go, oh, he was the, okay. <laughs> but what if he wasn't? Right. What changes for you? What Right. What, you could still get down and if pray. What to the end of the life? If, if, what happens when we die? And then you know everything. And you were wrong. It almost makes like, me think, as you were talking, it almost makes me or think right, that I guess, this, yeah. this someone in the end, if they if they've not I don't if you you know to put a percentage on it, if if you want to believe in it 95% and just say that there's five percent chance, you have you're making the point that you have to have a little bit of room in there yeah. that you could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, we just don't have proof that it's that it's you know what I'm saying right. that it that it, that you do go to heaven and all this, but but that's fine. Yeah. Just that 95 percent is important for you and that person to function in the world and to have hope that there's life outside of this and those you know what I mean right. and and just the way that that world that that person's life is ordered that they spend time in prayer they spend time in scripture they're a part of a Christian community you know that's great right yeah no but problem if you're with that. no yeah. problem but if you're dogmatic to the point where you're not even willing to be like you know what I mean? Have you ever talked to someone who's gone and come? How do you know? My mom passed away a year ago, you know, in, in November. How do I know that she's in heaven? I don't. Right. I don't. She literally could be in the little box over there where we cremated her. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, that's that is probably where she is. I mean, right. that's where her body is. You know what sure. I mean? Sure. So yeah, I don't that's it, it it is it is interesting. Um I think that things I guess for me is what isn't an absolute truth, I hold loosely. You know, gravity, I, it is what it is, and you have to abide by those rules or it could be costly. Mm-hmm. Whereas other things, I think, are collective beliefs, truths, Yep. you know, because you believe it and I believe it. Therefore, we carry we can, paper money and we can exchange yeah, goods. Yeah, yeah. It's not that that little piece of paper is yeah. worth anything. Right. It's worth what we say or the government says it's right. worth. And that's even changed. I remember, Lance, I remember getting gas in my little mini bike uh, oh, when I was man, a kid. I rode my mini bike up to the gas station and that filled was, that up. That was against the, the law. It was. I filled up my tank for 25 cents mm-hmm. a gallon. Yeah. Wow. I remember that. Yeah. 25 cents for a gallon of gas. Wow. Well, dear Lord. I mean, that doesn't happen now, no. right? It's three, whatever it is. No. So, yeah, we're frustrated when we get a quarter. Like, what am I supposed right. to do with this thing I, now? Pennies are pennies. Like, oh. you, yeah, like they're literally worthless. Yes. And, you know, yeah. Um, but I feel the same about a penny as I do. Like, sometimes about like I ran, I have a bunch of Bibles, like a ton of them, uh-huh. a ton of them. Someone goes, well, just get rid of them or throw them away. I'm like, well, I can't throw them away. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Like, here you I get, am. I mean, too much you know, I'm so open-minded, but yeah. well, not just that, but just the idea of throwing the Bible away. Oh, right. Just in case there is yeah. something. There's I don't some throw sacred it. text you're throwing in the trash. <laughs> you know what's so funny about that? Dude, we are too much cut from the same fabric. When I was, I, I still feel bad about it. I won't even put a book on top of the Bible. Oh, really? Yeah, like if my Bible's laying there and I put, <laughs> I take the Bible and put it, even though I like, I want to put the other book on top of it because I just want it to be like a reminder to see, sure. oh, I'm reading, you know, it bugs me. I have to put another, but I'm like, 
that's the word, but that's not really, yeah. even if I believed that that was God's inspired inherent word of God, it wouldn't matter if no. I still had a book on it. Right. But it, it's like you were that's saying, right, yeah. I've ascribed some sort of, you know, truth about that, that it's like, <laughs> I'm going to be cast into hell. If I, I threw a Bible away, I'm not done with the story yet. People don't leave me. So uh, it was just this random Bible that I found. I was cleaning out the church trailer before I sold it and all this stuff. And there was just this random Bible. I threw it in the trash. I went and got it out. I couldn't throw it away. Which which says a I, lot. I ended up donating it. I ended up donating mm -hmm. it to a bookstore because I, I just couldn't throw it away. Why do you think that is? Just the I'm steeped in religious. I mean, is you know, it though? Is it maybe? something I don't, I don't know? I think it's something deeper. Yeah. I think you I think you there were other books I did throw away. So, I mean, there were other, but not uh, Bible, but there were like other yeah. books that I was yeah. like, fuck this book. And yeah. Threw it away. But yeah, I couldn't, couldn't throw the Bible away. Yeah. I don't know what that is, except all I can think of is just because I was raised there that, you know, this, the it's holy, it's sacred. It's, this is a special. weird connection, uh, but, but go with me. It's yeah. almost like, you know, when you, if you've been married to someone for a while and then you get divorced and, and you, you know, even though it was not good. And, and, you know, you're just like, no, it never, there's still like this sacred connection or, or love, or, you know what I'm saying? That you, that that person has, even though you're like, no, I, you know what I mean? Like you don't even see him as a spouse or anything. My ex gave us our, our wedding album. She just didn't want to keep it. When we got divorced, she gave it to me. I kept it. Like, yeah. What, what, what am I going to, like, I'm not going to throw it away. Throw away all those memories, 25 that's, years. I wonder if that's it. I wonder I if it's maybe, something with the memories. It's, maybe it's a memory thing because I do. I still have like my childhood Bible. Like yeah. when I was a child, my, like I right. still have it. It's like old. It's like these are the, these are the artifacts of your life that yeah. you've had over years that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like a, or a, a knife that you're. You know, Grandpa gave you. Oh that, God, yes. You it's know, like you know what? It is like that because I, I sentiment I'm, is attached I, yes, to it. Sentiment. Maybe there's a sentiment to it. Of course, this the Bible that I threw away then pulled out. I had no sentiment to it. It was just a random. No, but Bible it was the word of God. Though, but still, it was, yeah, right, yeah. Right. And that that's fat. That is a that's another thing about you know what we believe, what's true, what isn't true, and what we say is valuable, what is valuable. Right. You know, I would say to an evangelical Christian, they would say their faith is valuable. I mean, I would have said this. I would have said that my Christian faith, gosh, there's a sermon I actually did about this very topic. And holy moly, if I heard that sermon now, I'd be like, holy moly, I'm, I've come a long way. Um, but it was invaluable to me. I mean, it was my life. It was everything to me. And now, yeah, it's weird. I'm not my, I'm not what I believe. I'm me. I have beliefs. Mm-hmm. But I'm not my beliefs. In other words, that and this is where I really struggle with people that are like, I'm Republican or I'm Democrat. Right. It's like, fuck you. You're a person and you believe certain things and you align with that group or you align with this group. Right. Like, whatever. Like it doesn't right. Anyway. So And you probably only believe that because you were raised in a certain way and your life turned, you know what I mean? There's that you had no part in making the choice. It's like right. you're making this choice, but in a lot of ways, you you probably didn't have a choice. That you know, you say that, Lance. And that's so true. You you mentioned this earlier. We talked about freedom, and why you were talking. In my mind, I was like, Yeah, are we really free though? Yeah, no. Like, I, yeah, I don't think no. so, right? I can't just go out in my car right now and drive 120 miles an hour down the highway because I fucking want to. 
Right. I mean, I right. could. You could. But, but I'd but get you'd fucking be, pulled over. Yeah. And that's probably enough of a speed. I'd get arrested. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. And, right? Like, I, I watched, uh, uh, I think it was on Joe Rogan, and he was interviewing Graham Hancock. And they were talking about psychedelics and mm -hmm. weed, marijuana, and and that, you know, if I want to alter my own consciousness in my own home by my fucking self or even with right. that is my goddamn right. And you're not going to fucking tell me I can or can't do what I want to do with my own conscience consciousness. Mm -hmm. and, and he went on to say, he goes, you can fucking get drunk out of your mind. You could drink yourself to death. You can't smoke yourself to death, but you could, you could drink yourself to death. Um, but like you can't smoke legally. I mean, you can't now. I mean, you can yeah, now. It's yeah. starting to be more legal, and it will be federally legal eventually. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, why the fuck isn't it now? Like, it's ridiculous that you can't do that, you know? Um, so, yeah, I was just thinking as you were talking, I'm like, are we free? You know? And are no, we free to believe certain right. things? No. Like, in a way, we're not. No. And e even going a step further than that, like, I think you and I talked about this. You know, when you're younger, in your 20s and 30s, you know, you there is you have some more freedom. You don't have kids. You, yeah. you haven't bought into a big mortgage or a mortgage or something, you know, but eat, but then, or you even get a job that, that, that pays well and benefits and all that. I mean, it's, can you pack up at any day you want and just move out to California or what you, you can, but you really can't right. because you know that you may not have the same opportunity out there. And so a lot of these things tie us down. So even some of the choices that we make end up, you know, limiting the freedoms that we have in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, how, how do we, you know, yeah. So how do we, how do we, yeah, how do we, so wind we got, this yeah, thing we got up. three minutes to, so I, I think that the, you know, the big topic is, I think, you know, um, how to, how do beliefs add value to your life? Yeah. What, what and do how you, to determine that? Like, how do you, how can you determine whether a belief is, is good? Yeah. Or if whatever, yeah. you know, healthy, um, helpful. Yep. Um, and I guess it goes back to what Dr. Phil says, you know, how's that working for you? Is it useful? Yeah. I mean, you know, the people that stormed the Capitol and have been arrested or right. shot or whatever, how'd that yeah. work for you? Yeah. Like, you believe that to the point of death or you believe that to the point of you got arrested yep. and, you know, you were fighting for freedom and now you're fucking behind bars. Uh, right. Uh, didn't work out so well. Right. So, you know. Yeah. There's one thing. To, there's a there's a two parts to it. There's belief in it and have the passion. And then there's the execution. Right. And, and, and the execution usually still has to be done within the confines of how society is set up, set up. Right. Right. Now oh, that's so good because right. It, you can believe whatever you want, uh, about gravity, but if you jump off, it's taken over. Right. It's the same thing, right? That we still have rule laws and, and right. certain behaviors of, uh, acceptable, not acceptable, yep. you know, charging the capital. Uh, I thought would have been a universal. Everybody would know. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> right. uh, but some people believe that, no, that it was necessary yeah. because they believed so wholeheartedly yeah. that they were fighting for democracy, I guess. Yeah. And they were willing to go to extremes to mm. fight for this cause, you know, but how, yeah. How do we, how do we, analyze or self-check ourselves to make sure that what we're believing is helpful and and 
it kind of comes back to the um the bias thing we talked about a few weeks ago right it's like we said one of the things you've got you're going to have biases so you've got to you got to be connected to other that don't believe, oh, you know community community it's so important right because they're the they're checks the things that the checks and balances they counter your if you don't then you just get sucked down into this world where you're going to a christian culture is going to you're going to become a christian product if you're baptist if you're they even have even different flavors within the denominations right you know yeah. So I think so I think one of the things that that's absolutely important that we do is that we live in community. And this doesn't just mean that you're in a in a large community, say a church or synagogue or something, but that you you have people in your lives to add perspective and to add nuances and to add the differences of opinion. That's why, you know, I enjoy talking to you because you, you and I see things a little bit different on some yeah, things. And, yeah. and I enjoy that because I know I'm biased. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, I, I can't help it. It's just the way I, you know, it's, I can't help it. I mean, I can't help it. And that's what I'm trying to do is, is, you know, if I, if I watch anything on CNN, I always go to Fox or, right. you know, whatever, right. I, NPR yeah. or yeah. you name yeah. it. I try to get both sides of the story. Rather than just, I get all my information from this one news channel. Right. Well, that's going to prove to not be good. Yeah. Because I guarantee fucking to you, the people that marched on the Capitol, especially the ones that really, you know, broke in and all that, they were all listening. They weren't, they were all listening to one particular news. Oh, right. Yeah. Sector. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They were all. Same thing with the left too. Like everybody has, like I, I literally talked to somebody the other day and they said, I only watch CNN. <laughs> and they said this, they said, that's the only place you can get the truth. And I was just like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Right. I, I actually quit talking at that point. So I was like, oh yeah, I know where this person is. There's no conversation. Uh -huh. like if they think CNN is 100% giving them the unbiased. Right. Right. CNN so, I mean, is being true to who, who, who they, they are. are. Yeah, right. they are. Yeah. So how do how do you to to we're gonna close this up right now? So if for everybody listening, you know, we've talked about a lot of different things. What would be your encouragement to people listening on how they could and can stay balanced in in what they believe um to be true? Yeah, it kind of it it kind of is a culmination of what we talked about in other podcasts, right? I mean you have to be aware of how we're wired and you can't be foolish to think that you are a free minded soul walking around and just, you know, I'm making my own choices and nothing influences me. And that's just, you know, <laughs> you, you, you are <laughs> right. Like that's obtuse. It is obtuse. You're just, you know, and so you have to be, if you're aware of that, right. And that, that's, I mean, Unfortunately, you know, I'm a big believer in education because that's what education does. When you educate yourself, you realize there's other perspectives out there and other perspectives give you balance, like you were saying. So you've got to, you know, you've got to grow your network and community and, but you also have to have the right disposition and posture in those. Um, yeah. You know, you got to come into those conversations you know, not, you know, uh, not having the, there's a saying I like, you know, well, if I believed what you said, we'd both be wrong, yeah, you know? Right, and it's right. like, you can't have that because, <laughs> you know, you have to go in curious enough to know that this person is a person just like you who gets up in the morning 
and wants this country to be a, a wonderful country and and you have two opposing views on that but you both believe that this is you want it to be a wonderful country yeah. you both believe that that Christ is someone that you ought to follow and model and all right. you know but so but you we we end up quibbling over these small little things that get in the way and the noise and I've just found that I've found it really fascinating and interesting to hear others' perspectives because I found that a lot of times they're not far off from where I am. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's interesting in our world today, right? There's information moves so quickly and, and we all believe in, you know, partnerships and, you know, you know, get together, like even today in, uh, in, in education, like you go to a master's program, like you're going to get together with a group and you guys are going to work together. It's not to go home and do your homework by yourself. It's a lot of group study because we've just learned that as a group, we can move ourselves to a quicker and better place than we ever were. Just understanding diversity and in different strengths that you're going to bring in and, and thinking that an African-American individual, female and male is going to bring a different perspective than a a Caucasian female and male, or you and I growing up in the suburbs is going to be completely different than someone grew up in the, you know, even in Springfield, Missouri, or in the right. South, you know, all these things you've got to be aware. You don't have to know what they are, but you've just got to be aware that you're an individual that's a byproduct of the world that you grew up in. And there's a lot of other people that are walking around who both believe in, in the color red, but they see color red a little bit differently than your red. And I think that's a that's an interesting point. I think that if you go into the world thinking I know everything about everything and what I know and what and my view on everything is the right one. Yeah. I think the 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 thing that what is it? Stephen, I don't want to be think, around those kind of people. I don't either. I can't stand that kind of those kind of people actually. I know it all. I yeah. just can't. It's it's it like, rubs me wrong. It's I was like, recently around someone like that and it was just difficult because Stephen Covey said in his famous book Seven highly habits of seven habits of highly effective people. He said, seek to understand before trying to be understood. In other words, if we're going to yeah. enter into a conversation rather than getting yeah. lanced to see the, yeah. the way, but it's just the opposite, it's isn't the it? opposite? Like I want to seek to understand yeah. you before I try to get you to understand me. Yeah. And so I think it goes back to, I could be wrong. Yeah. Or does it matter really? that we have differences of opinion no. because we can agree on these things while yet maybe these things over here. I mean, now, oh, you know, whatever. Right. Oh, we're going to get to a better place quicker because we have different views on it. You're right. I mean, that's yeah. just no one. Everybody's like, you know, I, I love, you know, being around interesting people. Interesting people are people who think differently than you do, Yeah, but you can't, they can't be so abstract from where you are. You know what I mean? That it's like, there's just no connection there. You know, you're, you believe that there's reptilian people that are invading. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't even know what to do with that. Like yeah. you're, we're so far off from <laughs> yeah, there. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't. Yeah. Even. I don't even, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I'm leaving. <laughs> right. But if you want to get a little closer, maybe to where we, I believe then I'm, you know, okay. If you have some different thoughts than, yeah. than I am, and I'm going to find you much interesting in that way, because I've just learned that my life grows so much more exponentially when I'm willing to entertain diverse thoughts that, you know, and, and they'll counter and, and polish and refine my own. Yeah. I, I have noticed in myself that, and I've had various friends throughout my life where, Hey, I don't need to be the smartest person in the room. And I want to learn from other people. 
And so I don't need to be the teacher Yeah. in every situation oh, that right. I'm in that often they say, maybe this is my attempt to try to be humble. Cause I think I struggle with that. <laughs> I have a lot of pride in me is when I'm in a room, I don't, I don't want to be the teacher. I want to be the learner. I want to yeah. learn. Yeah. What do you know that I don't know that right. I can learn from you? Like what, what is it that, which you, is probably one of the things we liked about preaching, right? You can't preach something until you really learn it. Right. Well, that was the joy, honestly, the joy of teaching. And what I still like about teaching is it forces me to learn. Yeah. I need to learn because I got to freaking talk about yeah. stuff. It's kind of like the podcast here, yeah. right? It makes you think about way, think about things that just kind of come and go in a structured way that you can commit, communicate and talk about it in, yeah. in some sort of, you know, framed up fashion. Yeah. All right. So that's it folks that we're going to end right here with, um, I think just the key points there at the end, just, uh, stay in community, you know, read, read opposing views or talk to people with opposing views, read books all over the map. Yes. And I think all those things will help all of us uh, as we journey together, trying to find um, truths and to live by those. And hopefully whatever we do believe does add value to our lives, to others' lives. Yeah. Also and realize the that there's some truths that are very important to you and useful and that's okay. Yeah. Even though others might not, you may not be able to, right you know, put them in a test tube and, and prove them out in science. Right. They're important for you that, sure. you know, that yeah, I don't need you to believe what I believe to add value to it. In other words, it's okay. It's okay yeah. for me to believe something yeah. and for someone else not to. Yeah. We talked about that. Uh, I know we said we're, <laughs> this is typical. <laughs> it's like preaching, right? I'm going to one more point. I'll and be then, done in an and, hour. And then we'll go for 45 minutes. Right. <laughs> and everybody knows it. They're like, we're two uh, preachers. I didn't even think about that. Right. Just now. Two preachers going in closing. <laughs> Which means absolutely <laughs> fucking nothing. Let's do it. Let's don't. All right. Let's don't. Let's, let's close it. <laughs> Let the organ play. <laughs>